We're live. Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. Special Memorial Day edition here in the States for us. So first off, Memorial Day, thank you to all veterans who have given up their lives in honor and service of uh, this great country we call America and all those soldiers around the world. I know it's not Memorial Day around the world for everybody, but, you know, just this time, you know, for everybody that's 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 fighting the good fight and doing what they can to preserve the freedoms of their country. So thank you to all current and former veterans. We, we greatly appreciate your sacrifice. Is it a is it a big big holiday in in US for you guys? A, yeah, it's a federal holiday. So like all the government buildings, post office, libraries, all of those are closed. If you're uh, work for the government in any capacity, so like my dad was uh, a mechanical engineer for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers in New Orleans. They got the they would be a federal holiday. The schools obviously are closed because it's the end of the school year. Um, but yeah, that's a big day. And then we also have Veterans Day in September where we. Um, you know, give thanks, remembrance for all the current active duty and retired military personnel there too. The veterans of, you know, war, or just the military service in general. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's, it's cool. The, uh, I was telling you beforehand, the, the wet, the funeral that we went to, it was Sandy's great uncle. And um, he fought in both World War II and Korea in the Marines. So it's kind of fitting. Like he passed, it's not convenient that he passed, but it's, it's you know, it's kind of, the lifestyle and how much he valued military service and his whole upbringing and the, how he viewed just the United States in general. It's fitting that his funeral was on Memorial Day weekend. So, you know, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's a special thing for people that have relatives that have either fought or served in the way things. So Sandy's dad was a, a Lieutenant commander in the Navy. I believe that's what he was. And, you know, her uncle, um, I've had people on my side of the family serve at various spots like my grandfather and, and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's a, it's a big thing. You'll see American flags yeah. all over, up and down the highway, uh, just in front of schools and libraries and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a good day. Yeah, that, that's awesome to see. You know, especially when you like when you can celebrate it with your with your family that you don't see for uh, on a daily basis. You know, and so on. Yeah. But yeah, we, we also have this kind of like holidays here in Poland, but mm -hmm. we, for example, like uh, on the first May. Uh, we celebrate the the national one of the the biggest national days mm -hmm. on the third May is like Constitution Day, so it's also one of the biggest days. Yeah. And the second of the May it's the Flag Day. So yeah, yeah. So basically, on the on this day, in entire Poland, you get flags everywhere, basically, and it's so it's sort of sort of nice. You know, it looks so mm -hmm. cool. You know, especially when you're like walking through through city or somewhere around and you can see like the the flag are waving so yeah that's awesome you know yeah man so if y'all have those three holidays back to back in the beginning of may do y'all just kind of have like a whole week off of that may is like everything kind of shut down yeah sometimes yeah sometimes yeah but in that time period like everything is shut down not only like you know post offices and like government uh you know institutions but also like you know shops even like bigger, bigger malls, everything is closed, you know? So oh, wow. when you have the national, yeah, when you have the, the national days and mm -hmm. like, you know, a special, special holidays, you know, yeah. everything is closed. Gotcha. No, the stuff like, so all the government run agencies and stuff or affiliated agencies, those will be closed today, but stuff like Walmart, Target, all the restaurants, man, they just, they, it's like Memorial Day sale. We're going to have a giant sale because they know everybody's I don't, don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So yes, it's a uh, and Jojo is working at Amazon. Still got him cranking and turning and burning through all of this stuff. Um, Chris, welcome. 
Thank you all. You guys got any comments, questions, queries, quips, smart ass remarks, uh, feel free and we will uh, get them going. And yes, Chris, I did get, there's, there's a couple of goodies. This was a really uh, fun week for me as far as supplement arrival. So I got three awesome packages. Um, first, as we mentioned last week, uh, we had dark labs oh, yeah. crack reloaded. So a huge thank you to uh, Voitech and uh, the people, the crew out at Dark Labs, because they sent me so much, so many goodies. Oh, you got the first one. Oh, and the limited one. Oh, damn. Hey, man. They, they, he, he hooked me up in a very, very generous care package. Oh, snap. So I'm going to be, awesome. be properly stimulated and fueled for at least another month. Yeah. Bro, um, these bad boys are like... Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. And so, uh, like, this week, this past week of training has been kind of a wish, wish wash because I've been bounced between here, San Antonio, Georgetown. So, it's been short, truncated kind of workouts that I've been doing. So, I haven't needed to fuel with this son of a bitch. But uh, you, can, you can rest assured this is getting put through the ringer uh, this coming week. And so what flavor is that? Crack Reloaded. This one is... Green Apple. Yeah, I also got Green Apple. And Crack DMAA is Very Dark Berry. Oh, that one is really good. And then the Gold Edition is Cherry Limeade. Good, oh, good one. I got that. Um, a goodie package from Apollo. So huge thank you to Robbie, Caroline, and the rest of the Apollo crew came in. I got to obviously Universal Soldier, lemonade flavor, stellar. Um. Let's see what else came in that package. Uh, Bloody Hell, the pump caps, solid. Not gonna argue with that. It's good, good, good stuff. Um, the chocolate marshmallow flavor of the excellent protein. Holy cow, it's so good. Like I've had chocolate proteins before, and I, I know I'm fanboying right now. And for all of you, say, oh, fine. It's this is a really good flavor. It's got a little bit of saltiness, kind of like all egg white protein powders do, but the chocolate marshmallow flavor is really good. I've had the salted caramel, which was kind of their initial launch flavor. And that one's solid, but this chocolate marshmallow—it's got like a new flavor all to its own. Um, mm. So yeah, I've used Universal Soldier twice thus far, and I mean, I, I was able to, to beta test it when we were running it through testing. Nothing mm -hmm. but thumbs up. So if you're looking for a nootropic gaming supplement that's in like the moderate to lower side of the stem range, like you're looking something at 100 to 200 category, go give that a shot. And then Devin. Um, <laughs> Happy Monday, gentlemen, gentlewomen. Don't want to misgender. We, we appreciate your uh, your kindness there. How progressive of you, Devin. Shreepar, Robert's going to break all his PRs. It's coming. Well, with the amount of stimulus I got this past week, now. Last, I will. Yeah. Flag Day in the U.S. is June 14th. That is correct. So that's a little over uh, two weeks from now. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I also got a goodie box from uh, Vadim and the crew at 1UP Nutrition. So I got... Uh, Three flavors of their whey protein, their trace leches flavor, their salted caramel flavor, and what's the other one? I'm blanking right now. Uh, their stem-free pre-workout, their relaxed like stress management formula, and I got a tub of their, their women's pre-workout, which it's just basically lower stem compared to the men's. It's still got full dosages of citrulline, nitrosagene, beta-alanine, and all that in there. It's just got lower caffeine threshold, so... Um, the flavoring is really good. Coconut pineapple is their stem-free uh, pre-workout I got. Really, really good. And I, I love trying yeah. flavors. So, hey, man, got that. 
Gotta wait for dang payday to get more subs. Yeah, man. That's uh that is uh a, a very nice blessing to have as being part of this crazy supplement industry is that you get lots of goodies to, to try out and run through the ringer. You know, I'm glad that the package arrived that quickly, you know. Yeah, man. Hey, as far, I mean, as, far as the dark Polish air. Yeah, but, but yeah, but like I said, it was shipped from US. So it yeah. wasn't that it wasn't like going through customs or anything like that. But yeah. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to Wojtek. I, I also like got got samples. I still got a few samples of reload, mm -hmm. but I'm waiting for Shane to uh come to Poland so he can like try it out. Right. You know, because yeah, already already trained on it for life for the entire weekend. Do you yeah, get man. Any kind of, like tolerance buildup or anything with it. Well, I guess there's there's nothing. There's no like DMHA or anything like that in here. No, nothing like that. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I think. I need to like do some genetic tests, I think, and I need to like see if I'm like a, you know, a fast metabolizer of the of the caffeine or something like this. Cause, yeah. you know, I I noticed that I can take a lot of stems and I pass through them so quickly. You know, I can yeah. I can smash I can smash for example like a, let's say you know 300 milligrams of caffeine and after like two hours I can go to sleep or something like that. Yeah. I never had any issues with like going to sleep without uh, what when like taking uh, a big amount of stims. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it is just me. But like I said, I'm a unique snowflake, you know. I mean, I don't think I've never had an issue with caffeine. Like I was, I didn't grow up drinking a lot of coffee. But one of the things we would do after we got finished, like playing at the the football games in high school. So we, me, Sandy, were in the band and our friends. After the games, it'd be 10 o'clock at night or something. By the time the game ended, you get back to the band hall, you change, put away your equipment, all that stuff. We go out after that. Sometimes we go get dinner, and then we go to Starbucks and, like, hang out for a while. And you were, this was before I got really into coffee. I was more drinking more, like, sugar bombs of coffee. It was, like, the mocha frappuccino shit. But I would drink yeah. one or two of those while we were sitting there. I could go to sleep. As soon as like, all of us left, I'd just go and crash. And so I've never had a problem, thankfully, metabolizing caffeine, drinking it. Pre-workouts have never given me jitters. Um, mm -hmm. there's only one pre-work that I've had a really nasty experience and I mentioned it, but that formula has changed now. I don't even know if that company is still really doing much. I'm sure they are, but that's the only really averse reaction I've ever had to a pre-workout, but that, I'm pretty sure that was just like a, a mega dose of alpha yohimbine. There's just some kind of gnarly variant of yohimbine that was in there. and did, did not go well. Hey, speaking of uh, pre-workout and reviews, I wanted mm -hmm. to ask you one question. So I was I was uh, talking to uh, to my good friend, you know Wojtek from yeah. from Dark Lab, uh -huh. yeah, and we were like discussing like all different subjects and so on. And mm -hmm. he mentioned something about like you know review channels and so on, and you know how they approach the things and and you know yeah. we were talking about like the recent reviews that they that popped up on on the reload mm -hmm. crack, and you know the the thing is that. You know, plenty of these like review channels are like, you know, reviewing products based on the previous version. So let's say, you know, a, a brand is like, for example, coming up with the, with their first pre-workout, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say it's, it's a crack, crack version one. And after that, they release, let's say, you know, version two, right? Of, mm -hmm. of the, of, of the crack, you know? Yeah. And, you know, people straight away compare like version one to version two and they're like they expect that 
this gonna be uh, you know a bigger hitter or something like that yep. and i was like dude you can't compare you know those two products because they got like different ingredients and so on and maybe the brand is also like aiming for like uh you know different experience or something like that mm -hmm. i wanted to ask you what is your take on that kind of stuff i think when you're going into the description of the pre-workout so you're given some of the background information you say hey this we'll use the dark labs case since they just came out say hey we got dark labs reloaded okay here, here it is this is what this one had the previous version now, but that's also something different because you had Crack, and this isn't Crack V2. This is Crack Reloaded. So it's not, I wouldn't say it's a direct sequel. It's more like here's where Crack is and Reloaded is kind of going off that way. I wouldn't say it's like version two of that. Maybe it is, but I would look at it more as like an evolution. And so I won't say it's not a replacement. It's not, you're not trying to redo the same thing or even amp it up. It's, I would say if I'm given the context, I'm saying, hey, this is the state of the industry now. When the first Crack came out, things were a little different. But as times change, formulas have to evolve. Companies themselves evolve, too. Maybe they realize, hey, this was kind of fun for a while, but then we don't want to do this. I mean, just, uh, you know, this past week I did a, a podcast with Bruce Neller, and he said, look, back in the day, I'd like some of these sketchy stimulants. These days, my, my thoughts, my practices, my formulation philosophies, my personal preferences, they've all evolved. I don't like that stuff now where – and so – you as an individual, you can evolve too to what you like. The brand owners, their their branding, their their concepts, their formulation, everything would kind is allowed to evolve. You're not being a hypocrite if you said, "Well, we liked we like DMHA now we're not going to use it." You're not being a hypocrite. You're just saying, "Look, I liked it. It's not really legal, and I, I think we want to try and do things on the up and up and just kind of clean things up." So that's perfectly yeah. fine. But when you are reviewing a product. This is the problem with some review channels, and I don't really watch any of them. So I don't know what they're exactly saying outside from like the, the tidbits like you, Robbie, or Shane will or tell me all that every now and then. But if you don't know the ingredients and what they're doing, you don't have an informed opinion to say, well, this isn't as good as the previous version. Well, no shit. If the previous version has 100 mgs of DMAA and this new one just has caffeine, that's not comparing apples to apples. It's apples and oranges or like apples and like zucchini or broccoli or something it's just it's they're they're nowhere in the same vicinity sure they might have the same caffeine but if you got you know amphetamine like compounds or amphetamine relatives uh it's just it's not the same thing so you've got to be informed as a consumer to see and be able to recognize hey just because maybe the name might be similar or the exact same doesn't mean they're going to necessarily hit even remotely close to the same they're going to have a completely different feel they might have a different uh you know, experience a different stem profile. Some might have theanine, some might not. So a lot of this, and that's, you know, it's, it's fun if you want to have a supplement review channel, give your opinion because you either like making videos, you like giving your opinion on them. You want to help other people understand. But within that, you've also got a responsibility to educate people properly if you're going to put yourself out there. And so if you don't know what something is, don't try to pretend you actually know what it is. So, you know, I, I try to be it's forthright with an ingredient. Like sometimes Logan will say, well, what do you think of bromantine or something? I don't know. I'm not going to try and say, oh, well, yeah, it does this. It does. I, I don't know the yeah. ingredient. So just, just be upright and say, hey, I, or you can just say, look, this has caffeine. I don't really know what else it does, but it makes me feel really hyper. Sure. That's fine. But it's, you, you've got to be able to understand, be able to put context to things, uh, especially with yeah, kind of ever evolving formulas. Yeah, I also think that, you know, when you, when you are stacking ingredients, you need to expect that the synergy effects will be completely different. Plus, you know, 
every person gonna react differently to you know to the stack of the ingredients you know, you know? so let's say you know the the review channel is not only they're making in my opinion you know the review channel is making a mistake when they're comparing version one to version two you know directly yeah. But also, you know, they are not taking into consideration, for example, like that you know, people can react differently to, you know, to each version. So mm -hmm. if if a review channel wants to be like, you know, straightforward or they will they want to like make uh, the best possible review on on the product. Yeah, they should like focus just mainly on a version that they are like testing and not right. like comparing it to the previous versions. Uh, Previous versions that were like on a DMAA or something, because for example, we can also like compare like C4 from Cellucor that was based on DMAA and yeah. nowadays nowadays version of uh, C4, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's you know completely different things. It's not even like the same ballpark or you know the same family of stuff. It's two completely different beasts. Yeah. So that was my that was we were like chatting about it, and I was like, yeah, man, it's it's so true nowadays, and like. 90% of these like these review channels I'm not I'm not like you know trying to be negative or anything like that but yeah. if you want to you know uh, be a proper reviewer if there is any of them on on the, on the market nowadays then you know if you're going out there you know and you want to help people just like try to be as much transparent as possible and just like as I said, just like focus on the formula that you have. Uh, yeah, exactly. On your yeah, on your eyes, and not just like you know, try to like go everywhere and like basically compare it to compare it to like so many other other previous versions and so on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Evaluate it for what it is in in its current state in the current state of the industry. Give it a shot. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, well, then I mean that's the gamble you took by buying the product. Yeah, man. Chris, I always think if the formula is different with different effects, the name's got to change too. I would agree with that. Like if it's part of the same family, like it's a pre-workout and you've kind of like the C4 thing. They've got C4 Extreme, C4 Ultimate, regular C4, C4 Pumped, C4 Mass, or they used to. I don't even know if they still have the C4. Dynasty. Yeah, but like now they've got that brand. So they've got the C4. Like that has become a brand. It's not just Cellucor. Everybody knows C4 now. They don't think Cellucor C4. It's, it's C4. And so they have all these different offshoots of that. Um, it, it, I guess it kind of depends on how big the brand has gotten or how big the product has gotten. And do you start identifying more the brand or when you think of the product, do you think brand first or you just think that product and everything else is, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think that that plays a little bit into it as well, probably. But by changing the name, what do you think? Because... Like let's say you know Robic is is doing a, a huge job with his hooligan, right? Mm -hmm. And he's doing like version one, version two, version three. I, I believe he's right now on version seven or something like that. Seven's in the works, I think. Yeah, seven yeah. is in the works, or he's probably already finished it, right? Yeah. Right. No, no, right. Kim is probably already done with it. Right. Yeah, but it's it's like you know a hooligan. Everyone is knows that like Apollon. Everyone, when when someone is saying, uh, let's say you know a pollen brand, they know that oh, the the guys that are that are producing like you know hooligan or assassin, those kind of you know products, yeah. they know it straight away. But let's say you know every version is different, mm -hmm. and we are going back to the topic uh, that, that that we started, you know, with the uh, with re reviews and so on, you know. Yeah. 
say you can't compare like version one to version six Mm-mm. because this is a different experience, right? Yeah. And you're like using com- different different dosages, different ingredients, and so on. You know. Exactly. And you know, brand brand is at the same time brand wants to improve, right? And wants to provide a much bigger, much better, like let's say you know I don't know parameters of the of the products. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, brand also wants to be uh, innovative. And wants to like show a consumer that okay, let's not go this way. Let's go that way, and let's offer uh, our like fans something completely different and see how they will react to it. Agreed. Now you, you hit it right on the you hit it right on the nail. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. I cannot talk today. I was I was reading a Sandy a little while ago. We're, we're, we're working our way through this fantasy series. And I can't like I kept getting tongue tied. I don't know what the hell is wrong with me. This like I don't know if I'm just wiped out from like being on the go nonstop the past couple of days or what. I just but man, like my my tongue is not working properly today. My brain, my brain's not connecting properly with my mouth. So if I stutter and stumble my way through this podcast, apologies in advance, everyone. We're gonna speak Polish then. I'm gonna have to do something because <laughs> English just is not working for me. Speaking of which, before I get to Devin's question, I'm coming back to your question, Devin. Lucas. You speak English, you speak Polish. I don't know if you speak anything else. Do you? No. Okay. Basically, those two languages. Okay. Do they teach y'all English in school, or do you? Is that just something you did on your own? Uh, when I was very young, my mom uh, decided to uh, send me to the private, like you know, lessons. Yeah. But yeah. also in my school, there were uh, like the you know you could choose like. Okay. Uh, a, a language that you want to want want to learn, you know, yeah. with with the with the Polish language, of course, you know, with the grammar yeah. and so on. Yeah. So I decided to go with English, and you know, and I was like also doing the private lessons, and mm-hmm. that's what I learned. Cool. Okay. I was wondering how that is because it seems like no matter where you go in Europe, everybody kind of understands English or will speak it. Where you got an American that's coming over there, you're lucky if I remember a few words from like the. The three years of Spanish I took in high school or the two years of Spanish I took in high school and one and, and that or just it's not as common, I guess, because like America size wise, it's so damn big. But we all speak the same language, so we don't have to necessarily. Whereas Europe, y'all are, like if we took all of Europe, it's comparable in size to the states, but everybody's got a different language. So it behooves y'all. y'all it's almost you almost need to learn another language if you want to be able to do business, you know, interstate commerce or something between the different countries and things so that just it, it's interesting and we were, we're having this conversation with the, some friends of ours uh when we were at that uh, uh the past couple of days and uh, i was just i was wondering how i didn't know if that was part of like integrated into the schooling system or so that's like you mentioned you had the the private tutors and stuff like that for that so that's, that's yeah yeah it was integrated it was integrated okay. and after like uh, eight years of school you can uh get another like another language so I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was learning uh, French, mm-hmm. but I was so poor in it. I can understand, I can, I can understand some words, and I can yeah. also speak, speak few, few sentences. But mm-hmm. uh, this is so terrible language, and it's so difficult. So yeah, yeah. The the um, say the French language. My brother took that as his, you know, alternate language in elementary. I'm sorry. Yeah, in elementary school, because we got an elective, like our sixth and seventh grade years in, in elementary school. And he did French. I did Spanish. And I did Spanish again in high school. I took two years of that. And so I remember some of it. And like, I, can, I, I can't speak fluently, but I know I can pick up enough tidbits 
you know, here and there. My uncle was Cuban. He spoke Spanish every now and then. And then Sandy's whole mom's side of the family is Mexican. So you, you catch little phrases with it here and there and everything. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Shridhar. I think the reviews are tailored towards what the consumer wants to know. As a consumer, when I hear about a new version, I always want to know how it compares to an older version, which I have tried. That's possible. I almost wonder, though, pre-workouts change so frequently these days. And I'm, I guess I'm, I'm viewing this more in the context of the aggressive stimulants, where they've got, they were at one time using DMHA, DMAA, maybe even oreodrensis, and now they're shifting to only caffeine or a combination of caffeine and yohimbine. I don't think it's, like you were mentioned, Lucas, it's not really a, a valid comparison if you're going to compare, like, mesomorph to C4 or, you know, OG C4 to the next one. I, I understand you want to say, hey, this is the new version from this brand, but you've also got to be able, or the reviewer that you're watching, Shridhar, has to be able to convey, hey, this is going to be a completely different formula from the previous one. They were messing around with aggressive stimulants, exotic stimulants. They're getting away from that now. So you cannot expect, so they need to convey that to you if they're trying to give you uh, an honest feedback and, and, you know, some insight into what the product is. You can't say, oh, this is as great as the other one when the other one was, you know, chock full of DMAA, DMHA, maybe some amp citrate that was still, you know, floating around on the black market or something. So it's, I can, I understand you want to see the progression, especially if it's a product you really liked, but you also got to be able to understand where it is and what's the new one entailing too. If that makes yeah. Sense. And also on the other hand, how do you treat the, the review, you know? Is it only like an opinion that you are taking into consideration when you are like purchasing a product? Right. Or is it like a, you know, gold standard and that, and the, and you are following it up to T, you know? So let's say uh, if your favorite review channel says it's like five out of five stars rating, right? Yeah. And you're going straight to the store and you're just like, I'm going to buy that shit no matter what. But at the same time, you know, the, the product may, may suck, you know, but mm -hmm. because it doesn't it won't work, it won't work for you, right? Agreed. Devin, I just saw a pre-workout with rutacarpine in it. Seems odd to include that since it supposedly helps move caffeine through your system quicker. Thoughts? I remember, this was probably five or six years ago now, a couple of pre-workouts had that, or... One of the controlled labs pre-workouts, I think the original or white flood V2 had evodiumine or ruticarpine in it. Evodiumine, so yeah. It's got a thermogenic component. But my my thinking with the ruticarpine, it, it does accelerate the metabolism of caffeine. But at the same time, that might be beneficial because you want to be amped up, jacked for your workout. But then after you work out, do you still want to be, you know, buzzing like some people do? Like I still feel like to feel energized after my pre-workout. Other people just want to get it and have it clear out of their system to where in two hours they're blitzed for their workout. They go hit their workout and they're done. They can get back on a normal life and they're much calmer and more relaxed state. So I, that would be my thought process with it. I, I haven't looked into the mechanisms of ruticarpine to see if there's anything else as far as like maybe enhancing fat burning to where it's got that thermogenic spike like avodiamine does. Uh, mm -hmm. Look that up real quick. What are your thoughts, Lucas? Yeah, you know what? But I'm same as you. You know, when I'm taking like a pre-workout, you know, before before my training session, I always like to you know have a, like a, a buzz of energy even post post my training session. Yeah. Plus, you know, for example, I was doing a leg today and I was training on, on the crack, you know, and and you know after my session I was still like buzzing, but at the same time, 
it was such a good energy, you know, that, that yeah. you know, past, I was like, oh, damn, I feel good. I can go back home. And, you know, I, 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 I went straight to the grocery shop to buy some mm -hmm. some of, of, of my groceries for the entire week and so on. So, yeah, it was like, a, and I was super productive, you know, which, which is also like, you know, important to me because we all know that feeling when you, when you like, you know, smash a good training session and you just like feel exhausted and you're like, mm -hmm. damn, I just want to go home and just lay on, on the bed and just like, don't do yeah. anything, you know? And I don't like that kind of feeling, you know? So yeah, I'm same as you here. Yeah. Um, I just pulled up a study called, it's from the journal Molecules 2010, Pharmacological Effects of Rudicarpine as a Cardiovascular Protective Agent. Um, so in addition to what Luke Steiner mentioned about it, accelerating the metabolism, caffeine through it, it says it also has some uh, cardioprotective effects in that it exerts antihypertensive properties. So it helps with um, relaxation of blood vessels. Uh, so a lot of these pre-workouts have very high stimulant loads in them. And so if they're putting the rudicarpine in there, that might be able to help combat some of the vasoconstrictive properties of some of these other extraneous stimulants, not necessarily caffeine, because we've discussed caffeine ad nauseum about how it's not this toxic thing. Like people are going to freak out if you go up to 600 milligrams of caffeine in a pre-workout. Some people yeah. might have that, but overall it's well within the, the studied and safety range for the average individual without any outstanding pre-existing cardiometabolic mal maladies or anything like that. Um, so rudicarpine will help accelerate the metabolism of that through it. And it all, that study is also saying it has, um, it's going to help with blood pressure. Uh, it will help your blood vessels stay nice, open, relaxed. So, which may help combat some of the uh, vasopressive properties of high stimulant loads in general. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun. The authors on that study think, are uh, Ja and Hu. Hey, do you think that it would be cool to stack it with, for example, like self self or old Vaso uh, six? Yeah, yeah, I think that would be good. I mean, it's it's working through probably a different mechanism. I think it said it was uh, working on CGMP. Uh, let's see. Some reports reveal that rudicarpine relaxes vascular smooth muscle through the activation of endothelial calcium nitric oxide CGMP cascade and the inhibition of calcium two plus ions influx in vascular smooth muscle cells. Uh, mm. Significantly inhibited by this. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool stuff. Antiplatelet aggregation, antithrombus activities. Anti-inflammation, anti-atherosclerosis. Now these are all cell studies and rat studies. So, but at the the, the mechanism Still. of plausibility could be there. Oh so, yeah. Shridhar, agree. I think a good reviewer should cover all angles and keep it a fair comparison. Amen. Yes. Going to go see the new Top Gun. You bet your sweet ass I am. You bet your ass I'm going to see the new Top Gun movie. Everything I've heard, it's phenomenal. And I'm a huge, like, my personal favorite movies, I'm not saying it's as good as Citizen Kane, The Godfather, anything like that. My personal top five favorite movies of all time, Top Gun is one of those five. It's not even close. I, I love that movie. I've rewatched it twice this past week. Uh, Child's good movie, so I can't agree. It's so good. It's so good. And see, that's what I'm curious. Like, was it big over, like, did, did, was it a big thing for y'all or anything? 
it wasn't that big, you know, because yeah. I'm uh, I'm a guy that was like raised on a Godfather. Yeah, I don't rem- I don't remember how many times I watched that movie. It's good, but I remember like the best moment. I think the best time when I watched it, I was like probably like ten or, or eleven years old. Mm-hmm. We were we were at my uh, grandma's house. My grandpa was still alive, mm-hmm. and we were sitting. Uh, we were sitting together, and uh, on the TV they were like streaming, you know, the the movie, you know. Yeah. And it started. It started very late. It was like close to ten or something like that. And I remember that the full house was uh, was there because my cousins came from Sweden. Uh, the entire basically the t- the entire house was was packed of people. Yeah. So in one in one room you had like five or six people just like laying on the mattresses and and so on. Yeah, it was that kind of time, you know. Outstanding. And, and me and my grandpa was was like started to watch that movie, and it ended up at like two in the morning or something like that. Did you want The Godfather? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a three-hour yeah. movie. Bro, I was like, I remember when uh, this scene with uh, uh, that uh, that horse, you know, the the head, mm-hmm. the head of the horse. Bro, and I was like. Yeah. So good, you know. I was like, I was like watching like this, you know. I, I couldn't sleep after that. So yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Great I love that movie. Um, yeah, man. Sandy and I just rewatched that about two weeks ago. We watched Godfather two, and she wanted to go back and watch the first Godfather. Um, but yeah, uh, we got that one. But yeah, I'm 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 planning to say my initial intention, Devin, was to I had bought the tickets for me and Sandy to go see it this past Friday morning, right when the theater opened. We were going to be there opening day uh, to go see Top Gun Maverick. And then we got the word that that was when the funeral for her grandpa was actually being scheduled. So I thought it's probably the right thing to do to go to the funeral, not go see Top Gun. But then again, he was in the Marines. So maybe, you know, like Marines, Navy, they're kind of related. Maybe he would support me go and see the movie and it'd be a tribute to him. So no, we went to the we went to the funeral and uh, we did all that Friday. So we're going to we were going to we're going to figure out sometime this week to, to go when the halfling is in daycare. Uh, but I am I am beyond ecstatic to see this movie. That's pretty awesome. Chris, got to run, fellas. Oh, wait. Did you see that caffeine detox kit from Glaxon? Cetox. Yeah, when I was down at Glaxon uh, about two months ago, I guess that was now, when I was down there with Gerhard and Ryan from Fitness Informant, they had the, all the stuff ready, and they said, you're not telling anybody about this yet. Don't say a thing about it. So, But I got to see like the packaging, the ingredient panel, the, the little uh, blister packs and everything that they were doing with it when it was getting ready, you know, in pre-production, getting ready to be released. I think it's a great idea. I mean, it, it's cool. How effective it is, I, I can't speak to personal usage. I, I know Joey's a, a smart son of a bitch who knows what he's doing. I like the profile on the ingredients. So, yeah. Shane already posted on the, the ingredient profile on his side. Did you yeah. saw it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying it, it's up now. But I'm saying when I first saw it, I, I, I had yeah, yeah, it personally. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why you'd want to detox from caffeine to begin with. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> to ask you, are you planning to uh, give it a try? No. Well, I mean, it, I might be able to try it because, but like you were saying, like we're fast metabolizers of caffeine. I have gone cold turkey off caffeine before and been fine. And this was after, you know, months, years of having either soda, coffee, pre-workout. 
you just stop. And the first day I felt a little sluggish, but I didn't get a headache. I wasn't like super pissed off, irritable, cranky or anything. I just, I'm very fortunate the way that I, I, my body's engineered to deal with caffeine. It's, it's great. Um, same thing with like bourbon. I can have a couple of drinks of bourbon. Like I could have a couple every day. And then if you just take it away, I'm not saying where I need, I need a drink. I need a drink. So it's just, it's, it's nice to not have either that addictive personality or the way my body's funneling these chemicals out of me. It's, it's nice to, to not have that adverse effects. Cause it can, it can mess people. Up. I mean, either of those things. Um, so, yeah. I saw, I saw a quote somewhere like today and it was like, I don't rise and shine. I stay caffeinated and see how the day uh, bring, brings me something like that. And I was like, yeah, that, that's fucking accurate. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chris, let me know if you're going to try it. Do you feel the need to detox your caffeine? Um, My receptors would say, fuck off. Yeah. No, not a chance, man. Yeah. Stack 3D. Give me a bit. Oh. I'll be on second half. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. We might just end it at 1.59 p.m. and Shane's going to hop on at 2 and we say, see you next time. I'll find a scoop. Boop. Where's everyone? <laughs> that would be awesome. Or we just keep the broadcast going, but uh, you and I just like remove ourselves from the room and just put it like to where he's the only one on the screen and we're in the back and he can't see anything, but the broadcast is still going. He would probably do uh, his own like podcast and we'll yeah. try to like, you know, Come come up with uh, with the news and the reviews. <laughs> uh -huh, yeah, Chris, I caffeinate all day. Heck, no detox. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's uh, what's your what's your typical stim load on a given day, Chris? We're talking like migs of caffeine, total migs of caffeine. Um, and then Devin, are you going to the new Top Gun movie? Or something now? Like that was the one of me and the uh, my my co section leader at LSU. We were huge Top Gun fans then. I was Maverick. He was Goose. We and like we we were we got stupid obnoxious with this. So after, right after Sandy and I got married, we had all of our friends over that were part of LSU's trumpet section. I had set up a volleyball net in our backyard, and we were blasting the Kenny Loggins playing with the boys volleyball song from the movie out there, you know, being assholes because we were we were drinking beer, playing volleyball. We had set up a slip and slide in our backyard. We bought one of those big old sheets of Visqueen, put like dish soap on it, and just started running out just. Being stupid as you as you do, bro. Six hundred to eight hundred before noon. Yow. That's. I mean, that's typical for Lucas. I mean, that's his morning shot. That's a decent amount, man. Yeah. Especially like before noon, so he's closing the day around like gram, gram and a half, something like that. Mm -hmm. Philip. Thank you, Philip, for tuning in. Who is uh, that? Yes. Wait, aren't you driving to New Orleans right now, Philip? Why are you talking on my YouTube channel if you're driving to New Orleans right now? Or is He's he driving in back. Yeah. So you tell Siri to type it into his phone? Anyway, thank you for commenting, Phil, and safe travels to New Orleans. Uh, yes, but you didn't leave your wedding to Danger Zone like I did. True. 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 Okay. I also didn't work on fighter planes like you did either. So there. I'll give you even more props. And I already do. Little golden boy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, safe travels, Phil. Let me know when you get to uh, mom and dad's. Uh, before the day is out, I'm around 14. Good Lord. Is, is that typical for you, Lucas? 1,400 milligrams of caffeine in a day? 
on a daily basis. Nah, no. I'm like right now. Nowadays, I'm closing around like I would say gram. Yeah. Nowadays, but it's it's you know it's it's a it's a typical amount. You know, yeah. for example, like during during weekend, it's it's less than a gram. Mm -hmm. For for a weekend when I'm not training, I don't need that much. But of course, I I like to like take some let's say you know drink some coffee or mm -hmm. it depends what I what I want to want want to take. Yeah. Like I like I told you like last week, I got some weak you know pre workouts that I use as a energy drink. Yeah. So I'd rather like take, you know, two scoops of, uh, of the week pre-workout, which has like also other ingredients like creatine, beta-alanine and so mm -hmm. on. So I'm also like saturating my muscles with some extra, you know, ingredients. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, I'm not like, you know, spending money on, on some stupid energy drinks that like have only caffeine or something like that. So yeah. Yeah, but 1.4, that's, 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 that's a serious. decent amount. Yeah. Jojo, I average eight hundred to nine hundred and fifty milligrams. Yeah, that's a good amount. Good lord. I mean, I can you know, do that, but if I wanted to, probably I just I, I don't see like how is it is it the fact like you guys feel like being like super amped up for the whole day, or is it like is are you metabolizing it so quickly that you like you're it's just burning off that quick? Because I take a pre workout like three hundred milligram pre workout at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm not buzzing. By the afternoon, but I still feel like mentally alert, awake, just you know, ready to hop and bop and do whatever you need to do. So I, don't, I typically, once I have my pre-workout for the day, it's rare. I'll, I won't say never, but it's it's rare that I will have a second caffeine thing um, later in the day. So I have this this thing that when I wake up and I do my fasted cardio, mm -hmm. I never mm -hmm. take a lot of caffeine. Yeah. from the get-go that's my that's my thing mm -hmm. so uh let's say you know what right now when i'm starting my day i usually take two cups of slice from from glaxo right now mm -hmm. and that's basically it as far yeah. as like you know caffeine content mm -hmm. and so that's like 200 milligrams of caffeine yeah. and that's how that's how I, i'm starting my day and after like two three hours after that, then I'm taking a higher dose of, of caffeine because I'm going to the gym. Yeah. So after that, you know, uh, I hit like around four or five hundred milligrams of caffeine. Mm -hmm. Go to the gym, smash my training, and maybe after the gym, a few hours mm -hmm. later, then I'm taking another like dose of, of caffeine. So everything is like spaced out throughout the day. Yeah. It's not. It's not like I'm heating up straight away. You know, six or two, eight hundred milligrams yeah. of caffeine. No, I didn't think so. Like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just that's what I'm trying to wonder. It's like so. Sometimes, if I take a lower stem pre workout, or if it's if it's a leg day, a lower body day, or maybe even just a like an interval training day, or I'm doing like a, a metcon or something, um, I will have coffee, or you know, I could I could use something like Universal Soldier or. Um, blood sport from a pond, like a lower, you know, two to 250 in that caffeine range for something. If I'm going to do either a lower body session or some kind of like Metcon cardio, you know, cardio conditioning stuff. Then <laughs> later in the day, maybe I will do a lower stemmed nootropic, like the Cognosurge from Jack factory, or it might just be like a sip of whatever, like a low, like a dinky little pre-workout tub. That's, it's not really dose all that well. It's pretty much some caffeine or I'll use a scoop of G fuel that I've got a tub of here. 
It's 130, yeah. 140 megs of caffeine. That it's so the like I, I don't get above 400 milligrams much on any given day. It's rare that I do. I can I'm fine with it. It doesn't affect my sleep. I just I don't have, I guess have the need or the I don't need to go and try it or have the the impetus to want to go and just take another hit. Of, I'm I'm pretty uh, mentally alert with it. Just my tongue's not working today for whatever reason. <laughs> Chris, I start sipping a bang in the morning and pop an extra 300 milligrams. <laughs> Cardio in the AM before work lifting session is until seven. Yeah. That's uh, are you, when, when do you cut off your caffeine, Chris? And are you taking a pre-work, like a caffeinated pre-work at seven o'clock at night? There we go, Sridhar. I'm content with 250 milligrams of caffeine on most days. I might go up to 350 on the harder stim days. That'll work. Are you doing other uh, fun stimulants in the mix? Yohimbine, Ariadurensis? I'm not going to say oh. DMA, DMAA because the, you can't really find those. Yeah. It sounds like Lucas. Jojo, some evenings I have to take coffee to help fall asleep. <laughs> uh, Jason. I used to average 800 to 1,000 milligrams a day up until about a month ago when I two-scooped Rhino Rampage from Muscle Sport. It was completely lit up. The label and scoop size were off. Now I'm around 400 to 500 with most days lower. Ouch. Two-scoop. Mm, that's going to hurt. That, that's really going to hurt. Rhino Rampage? Yeah. That's, that's a good that one. See what we got here. Share screen. Rhino Rampage. Seven exclusive ingredients. Uh, all right, I got to see this then. Uh, does it tell you how much caffeine is in this? I got. DMHA, Ariadurensis, Alpha-Ohimbine, Huprazine, DMAE, uh, 4-hydroxyphenylalanine, L-theanine, synephrine, theobromine, anhydrous and dicaffeine malate, and then Conida, ease things off. I don't see the seven exclusive ingredients. Do they mean, I mean do they, if they mean branded ingredients, fine, but dynamine and teacrine aren't exclusive to them. Neither is Infenergy. Neither is a mento pump. So I'm, I'm assuming they just mean uh, branded ingredients. Probably. Yeah. Speaking of which, Lucas, what uh, you saw, you heard the podcast with Bruce, didn't you? Yeah, of course. What do you think about what he had to say about dicaffeine malate? And it's really just uh. caffeine. And just like malic acid mixed together, and does it really not do all that much? Like, is it really is that malic acid not really doing anything to the caffeine? Is have we just kind of conditioned ourselves to believe that? Yeah, malic acid is going to do something really awesome. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking about this uh, question basically yeah. for the entire week, and I was like, you know, I was I was trying to like think about it and, you know, come to a conclusion and, you know, I think Bruce is up to something. I think he's right about the, you know, yeah. his conclusion that that doesn't do a, do a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I was also trying to find some research about, you know, uh, amalic acid and stacking it with uh, with the caffeine. And I was mm-hmm. like, there's nothing there. There is none. There is none. So, that's yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that's going to like, I'm, I'm just going to stop using it in pre-workouts. Or like if I, if I consult on a formula with anybody, just let's go back to regular caffeine and we'll do caffeine and teacreen or something or caffeine and dynamine. So it's, he brought up some really good points that I'm still kind of thinking about. Yeah, you know, we all know that like, let's say, you know, the, the anhydrous form, it hits you straight away, right? Yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the fastest, uh, you know, caffeine that hits you. But how, what's the, what's the, what's the highest peak? When it comes to like acting, it's like fifteen minutes up, fifteen minutes after taking it. It gets, it starts to enter the bloodstream fifteen minutes after ingestion, and then it peaks somewhere between fifty and sixty minutes post ingestion. So that's when it's, yeah. it's highest. Is that about the one hour? Okay, and and now let's compare it to like you know the natural caffeine that it comes from. Let's say you know the beans or like green coffee or something like that. Yeah. So uh, it's probably it, that the peak's gonna it's not probably gonna be that drastic, right? Yeah. But it's gonna be a much much longer, right? Yeah. If you could say that, because it also has some polyphenols and other stuff that like you know will let's say. Will de- decrease the speed of of the of the caffeine, you know, uh, right. utilization in in the bloodstream. Mm-hmm. So maybe like you know, it, it's not that you know that the caffeine. Ma- I think that the, the something should be here, you know, as far as like you know, when you have the the beans, com- the, the caffeine that coming that is coming from from natural source sources, mm-hmm. then then like you know, the caffeine malate, which is like you know. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it possible, you know, even to like, let's say, you know, do like like a decaffeine malate? Let's say, yeah. what, I, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, nowadays, like, you have the, the citrulline malate, right? Mm-hmm. Which, is not, which is not, which is like citrulline that is bonded with, with malate, malic acid. But we all yeah. know that it's not like, it's not bonded. It's no, like it's, only it's it's together, right? Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's something similar with the caffeine, right? So they're like, just like trying to like mix things up basically with the, yeah. and that's basically it. Yeah. And so, I mean, all right. So if dicaffeine malate is really supposed to be that much, like it's got that sustained thing. So then anytime, basically I take caffeine anhydrous and take citrulline malate with it at the same time, it should have that smooth sustained release. And, but that it doesn't work that way. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I think Bruce is on to something, and I had never even thought about that. That's that's nuts. I want to I want to pick Joey's brain and a couple of other people, like a couple of like the super nerdy science guys, and, and see what they think too, because that's that's kind of wild. Bruce uh, made some valid points, so I was like, I was, yeah, when I was listening to the podcast, I was I was like really stunned, and basically, uh, like I said, I was like thinking about this question for a long time, but you know. He knows his stuff, and he's a smart guy. So yeah. Plus, I really loved the the podcast that you did with him. It was like one and a probably almost like two hours, yeah. and he made some really good points about like few topics. Mm-hmm. He's not only talking about his own stuff, but you know, uh, this the top the subjects when he he mentioned about the ingredients, you know, at the brands that are like using it. That was that was uh, smart shit. 
Yeah. Plus, I'm really, really curious what he's coming up with because I know that he's working with some cool stuff. I know he's always got something else up his sleeve, which I'm, I'm excited to see about. So, yeah, Chris. All right, gotta run, fellas. Thank you for uh, the banter today, Chris. We appreciate it and taking place in the discussion, man. Chris, joining. Yeah. Jojo brings back memories of my double scoop of double impact on accident. I do remember that, Jojo. That was. That was rough. Jason, the new bottle had a different scooper, but the label still said two scoops. I should have weighed it out. It was not enjoyable at all. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you probably got six, 700 milligrams straight to the dome with that. I mean, does it tell you? Uh, 400 milligrams per day. That's, I'm trying to see if it gives you a total amount of caffeine on this thing. I'm, I'm assuming it's somewhere between three and 400 in a full serving of the uh, Rampage Rhino. Yikes. No, thank you. Uh, Chris, if I could find a place to get straight out the yo, I'd too. Um, you can. Check out SNS. They have uh, Alfio Himbean capsules. Yes. That'd be my go-to. And I know Steve, uh, the owner of SNS over there, is, is super... Uh, strict about the sources of which Alfio Himbean he gets and uses for his products. I can say straight away, SNS has some legit ass stuff. So yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Joint support, their liver formula is really solid. Um, I mean, all of their stuff. The glu the uh, their glucose disposal agent. Whether you think about the utility of them or not, it's 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 well formulated. Yeah, glycophase. Yeah. And he's he's worked with some some sharp guys, some sharp formulators over the years. I've never I'm not plugging myself. I've never uh, done any formulation work for Steve. Him and I just had conversations over the years. Um, and the, the team that he works with and him and his team are, are really, really good. I would love to get him on a podcast. And I have pitched him the idea several times. And like most brand owners, uh, they prefer to remain behind the scenes and just kind of like let the work speak for themselves. They don't really want to get out there like, hey, we'll just let the brand speak for itself. We'll put out great products. Let me just focus on the business. I can respect that. You don't want to be on a podcast. Like, that's fine. I just, I, I'm curious. Sure. Like the, the the supplement geek in me wants to pick their brains and you know see what what they've experienced and see how they've seen the industry evolve. You know, for better or worse. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Shridhar, I've tried higher dosages, but when it starts affecting my sleep, it's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, obviously. Sleep should trump all. If I really need something around 2 to 3 p.m., then half a scoop of Alpha EA is more than enough for me. That, I will use that in the afternoon sometimes, but I'll do a full scoop just because I like to drink a huge full shaker. And I'll also put in some other stuff. I'll put some rhodiola in there, some pine bark extract, and some grapeseed extract just for general health and blood flow benefits and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you take any specific stack before you go go to sleep? Let's see. Do you have like, a, for example, like a stack of products, or or you basically maybe use like a specific product that has uh, a different, you know, uh, type of ingredients? If I'm either like reviewing a product, like testing it out to see how it is, I will use that. But most nights, I don't take anything before bed. Every now and then. I uh, might do a bunch of theanine, like so two or 300 milligrams of theanine with some melatonin, but that's, I haven't done that in a while and some taurine too, because yeah. of its GABA ergic properties. Uh, but I haven't used that in, in a while. Mm -hmm. 
I've got a tub of Glaxon sedative, which is awesome. The, the flavor is great. Um, I just, I haven't used that, but it, it's always there if I ever do need it. Yeah. So. I always find my workout experience is much better when I use natural caffeine versus caffeine anhydrous. I'm curious with that. I would like to do a, a an experiment with you, Tori. You didn't know what you were using and run you through two, like the exact same pre-workout formulas. One has natural, one has anhydrous. I'm curious to see if I, if I, we did a, a blinded uh, experiment with you, Sridhar, to see. Because um, I wonder how much, if you know that, yeah, this is natural, I'm going to, I wonder if, you know, we condition ourselves to think things are going to hit better or they might hit more effectively. I'm guilty of it too. Like you see something, you're excited about a product, you take it. And the, just the mere fact of you being excited to use that is probably going to amplify its effects to a certain degree. Um, yeah. So, but that's, that's kind of the fun stuff. And sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll take a nootropic, like Neurofactor. I love the ingredient and I'll tell like that in lines mean, I've said a bunch of times before, like I get this neural charging effect. Like it, it feels like it wakes me up. Is that actually happening or is it because like, hey, I'm getting down, I'm getting my body and mind ready for that like work set and say, because I like the ingredient, I think the research is pretty solid. I'm ready to do this. And so I'm kind of, you know, pushing myself and convincing myself into that mindset of, hey, this is going to be the tits. This is going to be awesome. So, yeah. So, so, who knows? Yeah. Um, you get any goodies this week, Lucas? Yeah, I got the ASC Sueño. Ah, that's their sleep aid, isn't it? Yeah. That's why I asked you about it. I didn't open it yet. I didn't try it yet, but the ingredient profile just like mm, so good. Yeah. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of uh, sleep aids, and I think that this category is really underrated. So yeah, when I'm like you know testing something out, uh, when I'm like trying some some kind of supplements you know i always like aim for for some new like teammates back before that i used uh the entire tub of sedative from Glaxon mm -hmm. as well it was oh. it was pretty it was pretty damn good good and right now i'm uh finishing uh fade out from uh redcon one oh i did the old version of that when it had the fenibit in it Yes, and I also have the old version. <laughs> that, was nice. that was nice. I never got to co try the Core Nutritionals uh, sleep aid that had the fenibit in it. Um, the Max from APS was was dynamite. Oh man! Uh, this is Sueño from ASC Supplements for and so Jake, uh, you know Jake and his crew over there, very good formulas, really good flavoring. Everything I've tried from them as far as flavoring has been really really good. Uh, so there's the root of that we're tried, talking about. Earlier. I only tried El Jefe uh, from them, and mm -hmm. I think I had Tiger's Blood, but you know I was never a fan of of the you know of the, of the Tiger's Blood you know yeah. flavor. But uh, you know, as TJ says, I don't give a shit of you know you know about the, the flavors when it comes to pre workouts. But at the same time, you know when you're taking it on a daily basis, you sometimes the flavor is just like. Getting old, you know, so you want you want to have like some 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 kind of like refreshing taste or something, but yeah, I started to like gag on a coconut, but, but yeah, it's funny. Uh, magnesium zinc, five hundred milligrams of magnesium. That's a lot. I just i I would wonder 
or worry about any potential GI distress because taking large doses of magnesium, typically like 400 milligrams and above at one single time can mm-hmm. lead to some GI distress and have you run for the toilet pretty quick for certain, some people, not everyone. Um, but the mag citrate form, the citric acid is going to help ease it on the stomach a little bit. It's also in better bioavailability than magnesium oxide. Uh, did you take two scoops of the Salugas and did you have any issues with that? Like I said, I didn't open it yet, so oh, okay. that's right. But I'm I'm probably gonna start using it because uh, I've got like I think four or five scoops of the fade out left. Yeah. So after that, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on it. But yeah, I'm gonna go straight away from scoops. You know. Okay. Yeah. Let me know. I'm curious. I mean, I like the profile. Uh, glycine. They've got. Uh, research three grams is kind of that dose to help you sleep better. And then when you wake up, if you've been sleep deprived, it helps you kind of get, you know, a little bit more alert, better three grams of GABA, two grams of inositol, two grams of taurine, thousand milligrams of tryptophan, 400 theanine, 300 L-dopa, 300, five HTP, 200 carpine, get that caffeine at your system and five of melatonin. I would be, I think like one to one and a half scoops on this would be, really really solid for me uh, i don't even know if i'd need to go up to two scoops but it'd be, it'd be fun to see what happened if you did hey by the way uh did you uh, ever try to like using a higher amount of uh, melatonin uh the most i've done is 10 milligrams yeah me too but have you have you heard about like you know uh because dante Trudel, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, taking up to 60 or 70 milligrams at one time. Of, of, have, you ever, have, you ever, have you ever heard about uh, that kind of protocol? He's taking it all at once or is he dosing it throughout the day? No, all at once. No, I was talking with Michael at Glaxon. This is probably a year, year and a half ago. Um, and he said, like, there's some biohackers out there that are going upwards of like 100 to 200 mix of melatonin i just said I, I i've never tried that much um yeah it's interesting it's very interesting yeah because dante is like a big proponent of it and i was i was recently i was i was listening to uh a podcast and uh, you know uh dusty mm-hmm. he he's like working with dante for like many years and yeah. You know, Dante put him on the, not only on the DC training, you know, protocol, but also yeah, right. put him on his supplementation protocol. Mm-hmm. And one of his one of his major methods is like using uh, melatonin yeah. in the higher doses. And I was like, because I was, I was the high, like I said, the highest amount that I was that I used was like ten milligrams, and that was like, yeah. that was a, that was a hefty dose for me. So when yeah, I've heard about when I've heard about like 60 milligrams of it, holy shit. What is the benefit of going that high? What, like, what are they, is it just deeper sleep or is it, is it trying to tap into like some of the antioxidant and antiviral properties of melatonin? Not only deeper sleep, but also fat burning effect. Yeah, there's some brown I've, fat thermogenesis that goes on with it. You're right. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I've heard. I've heard that, you know, in the higher dosages and that bigger mm-hmm. concentration, Melatonin can burn fat like crazy, especially when you're like overdosing it that much. I wonder if you need to um, cycle it or not. I'm curious about. 
Oh, probably, yeah. Taking it like entire year, 60 up to like even like 70, 80 milligrams. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Oof. Yikes. Okay. I don't, I don't even know. That's... I, I want to try it, and then at the same time, I'm wondering... <laughs> if you're going to wake up or not. <laughs> yeah. Just like, what's going to happen? Oh, speak... Oh. I just remembered another one uh, where, the, where you asked me what's the dose that I've taken. The 10 milligrams of melatonin, it's in AML, Advanced Molecular Labs, Calming Cocktail. I do have a bottle of that. So on nights that I, I use a sleep aid, it'll either be that or Glaxon sedative. So, mm. Lucas, do you feel that you are very reliant on your sleep aid to have good sleep? No, not at all. I can sleep like a baby, you know, especially, you know, because... My last meal of the day is mm -hmm. is higher in carbs, so the, you know the the carbs keep me keep me nice and smooth, and I can go to bed like very fast, and I can like sleep like a baby. So I don't have any problems. I don't need to, like to take any like extra ingredients or stimulants, you know, before bed. The only thing that uh, I I'm a huge fan of, and I take for many many years, is reishi. That is probably one of the ingredients that I couldn't like live without, and I I, I love this mushroom especially before bed. So I I said it on the podcast many times, like three grams before bed, and you feel so relaxed, and you you don't need any extra like melatonin and like taurine or anything like that. So so yeah. YouTube is always having trouble posting my comments. In case you're wondering why I'm going between Twitch and YouTube, hey, no, bumps up my stats on Twitch, you know. So if, if you want to put them on there, doesn't 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 make me know. Never mind, as uh, one of my aunts used to say, don't make me know. Never mind. So many negatives you can cram in one sentence. Uh, no, Twitch, YouTube. I mean, we go both ways here on the podcast. You know, we celebrate diversity in all of your streaming platform pleasures. Logan. It's funny that the CTOX has white willow bark in it since I've been researching it a lot. But have you guys ever done extensive research on it? Uh, it's interesting. It seems that that has the same mechanisms as aspirin in multiple ways, such as increasing catecholamines. Actually, a stronger antioxidant effect than aspirin. And a study showed it worked two to three times better than an antidepressant. Yeah, I mean, it's also got the precursor compound that you use to make aspirin. It's got the salicylic acid in it, or salicin, which is made, you turn it into salicylic acid and... Um, that's where you get aspirin from. So that's, it's got, it's in there. The, the catecholamine is correct too, but it's also got that, those analgesic or those, those pain relieving properties of why you take aspirin, which when you detox from caffeine for people that are chronically using it and use high doses of it a lot, you get really bad headaches and migraines. So that's part of the reason I think the white willow bark is in there as well. Um, but yeah, doing, uh, ramping up the catecholamine this is probably going to be helpful too. Um, I do wonder if that's um, be a fun one to do, but uh, I don't know if I want to say that. I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll tell you after the podcast. It was. It's another formula I would be thinking of, but I don't want to go around giving people ideas and then they wreck their liver doing something. So I'm not gonna suggest. I'm not gonna say what application I would use this ingredient in. Um, yes. So yeah, white willow bark. Say it again. After the show. Yeah, I'll. I'll so I'm thinking like, would this be good in? XYZ scenario, but then at the same time, I'm wondering, would it be hepatotoxic? So I don't really want to say dosage applications. We'll just leave that alone. Speaking of hepatotoxic, have you ever heard about gout weed? Gout weed? Gout weed. Mm -mm. What is that? No. 
it's a really popular uh, herb that is here in Poland, mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it it works as a, uh, I would say really uh, protective when it comes to like liver, kidney mm -hmm. health. So for uh, for uh, all the PCT users and so on, and guys that are like on cycle, yeah. gout weed, highly highly recommend. Hmm. Yes. I was reading a mangioma of liver, a phase four clinical study. And I, be I believe there should be a study also from Poland up there. Interesting. Logan, you already know what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you, you can imagine where what application of this be would be useful for. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't, I was not as aware of the. Uh, rampant of the catecholamine stuff. Like I always knew it had the aspirin precursor in it or the parent compound, however you want to term it. Uh, but I had not looked into that that much of it. So when I first saw the, the profile of C-tox, I said, well, yeah, that makes sense because of this. You got the teacrine in there because it modulates, you know, it, it uh, binds to the adenosine receptors, which is the same thing caffeine does, but teacrine comes at it from the side and does, it's like sliding in through the, an open window versus like kicking in the front door like caffeine does to your adenosine receptors and the way it antagonizes and binds to the certain receptors there um and some of the i think rhodiola's in there too is that what else is in there i think so. there's one or two adaptogens in there let me see what they are there we go caterpillar fungus so cordyceps uh vitacoline caffeine and just no wait that's yeah caffeine uh tyrosine teacrine white willow Theanine, adenine, and aloferox powder. Yeah, that's a cool little thing. That's a that's a cool little thing. Um, we were talking about gut weed. Let me pull this up real quick. Let me go through that. Okay, this is what you're talking about, Lucas. Gut weed. Yeah, that's the one. Bishop's wheat or gut wheat is one of the most popular ground covers for quickly covering large areas belonging to the carrot family. Health benefits. Good for rheumatism, disorders of the bladder and intestines, burns, stings, wounds, painful joints, gouty and sciatic pains and hemorrhoids. Well, that's good. Yeah, but it's also very good when it comes to like liver and kidney health. Huh. So it can also improve the markers of it. Yeah. I was like looking up for, uh, you know, alternative for the Tatka because I was like, you know, researching, you know, for the, yeah. uh, how to improve the, the detox of the, of the liver and so on. And I was like, maybe there are some, some cool herbs that, that you can use. And I found this one. And also there is a brand here in Poland that is like, has, has, uh, has a plenty of, of ingredients. Mm -hmm. The brand is called Alines. Mm -hmm. They're like they're like they're based in Poland. They're like manufacturing all their stuff here, and it's the the brand is super legit. They offer like so many good extracts and so on. And one of them is, is uh, Gautwig extract, and I was like, I was impressed, you know. And I was like, you know, reading 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 about it. So yeah. Mm. Goutweed is an aggressive, invasive plant. Displaces native species and greatly reduces species diversity. Sounds like we should cancel goutweed. <laughs> uh, very interesting. 
This doesn't tell me anything of its biological properties. It just says it's invading stuff. Well, that wasn't helpful. I tried to find the paperwork uh, as far as the the stuff from Poland. It should be in English. So I will I will pass it your way. I would appreciate that. I'm curious to yeah. see what I'm gonna go dive into this. Huh. Okay. All right. Okay, so got we so were you looking for an alternative to Tucker or something to stack with it? Stack it, but as well as an alternative. Because I was like, you know, basically I was trying to like find other ingredients that have like a similar pathway or maybe like not strictly no work th exactly the same as Totka, but you know, yeah. can help with uh, with, um, with improving your liver markers when you're on mm -hmm. cycle or where, when even when you are not when when you are natural and you're just basically like using uh, so many you know uh, supplements on a daily basis that can like you know put a, a big you know impact on your liver so that's why you know I was like researching for something and that that's what I found so I was like oh damn yeah. that's something you know just to see what do you take right now for your liver what's the, I guess do you have a liver stack or do you kind of just have a bunch of stuff just for general overall body support or do you have a specific list of products like hey here's my liver stuff for today right at the moment i'm taking like only nac and uh totcom totcom i'm taking like for the uh through the entire year mm -hmm. same as NAC. i'm just like you know uh to take uh taking different dosages you know in terms of like in terms in terms of like you know uh period periods of time but mm -hmm. during basically during winter i'm increasing the amount of knock that i'm that i'm taking yeah what dosages of tudka and knack are you taking right i will tell you right now uh as far as tatka is 500 milligrams so 250 mm -hmm. milligrams spread uh spread throughout the day so mm -hmm. two dosages of 50 and knock i'm taking right now two times per day 600 milligrams okay so it's 1.2 grams per day yeah do yeah. you take that with food or you take it by itself i don't know if like i think that could be taken with or without but i don't know about tud does that need to be taken empty or with a fat with fat, with fat. yeah okay. all right yes. yeah definitely have it with a meal yes yeah or you know six caps of fish oil like you do <laughs> ten <There> you, <laughs> you don't do all ten at once though do you you space them out, you said. Yeah, yeah, I space them out, but so sometimes if I, for example, like forget or something. Although, yeah. although I'm really strict when it comes to my supplements and my my protocol and as far as like taking my stuff, so I yeah. I never like I never like forget, but I always like keep them here in bay, so they are like waiting for the turn. <laughs> yeah. Logan, while we are on unusual supplements, have you guys ever tried Brain Factor 7? Yes. I'm familiar with the research. I love the ingredient. Logan, the research behind it looked amazing, but never seen it used. It's in, it was in BLR Neutral several years back. Black Lion Research Neutral. Um, what's the other one? Uh, Glaxon's Goon Mode has that in there. Uh, the effective dosages for it are anywhere between 200 milligrams to 400 milligrams. And I'm currently working on a very detailed breakdown of the whole ingredient that's going to be uh, available to the Patreon subscribers. 
that's the, the next big ingredient deep dive I'm currently in the midst on. So I've got all the research kind of collected. I was working on it. And I, I was talking to Joey about two or three weeks ago saying, hey, am I missing anything as far as like mechanisms here? Because I, I typed in a couple of things. I found a few of them, but I thought, if I'm going to put this much time into it, I want to make it sure as comprehensive as possible. And I understand I'm probably going to miss something. That's just natural, which why I, I can update stuff. Uh, but yeah, there are so many cool things that Brain Factor does. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to get into that. And once I get over the, these past couple of weeks of uh, rough patches with family stuff, I'll be back in my normal work group and putting out some more uh, insider content and whatnot. But yeah, that you can check those two. I don't know if anybody else is using that. There's a product I'm working on for a brand now where I have it slated. I'm waiting on costing for it to be approved or not inclusion for the formula. Um, mm, so yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, have you ever messed around with it, Lucas? No, but it is, I wanted to ask you, is it expensive for you? That's what I don't know. I got to imagine, like most of these branded ingredients are, because this is like silkworm proteins, and they're you know hydrolyzing these proteins to get these peptides and stuff. It's mm -hmm. I, I got to imagine it's, it's expensive to do that stuff. Uh, I'm trying to see what other supplements, if they even have it. Is neutral even around anymore? Yeah, Brain Factor 7 is in neutral, as is Centala Asiatica, which is go-to cola, Solidricide, and Tyrosol. And there's uh, a little bit of caffeine in there, too. I don't know how much, but there's a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's a fun ingredient. It does a couple of different cool things in the, in the body. And uh, yeah, it's fun. 200 to 400 milligrams a day. Obviously, dose-dependent response on benefits. But if you can do at least 200, you're in good shape. Is there any on Amazon? Can I get it standalone? Uh, let's see. Brain Factor 7. Uh, yeah. Swanson NeuroSilk has uh, Brain Factor 7 in 200 milligram caps. $32 for a 60 count. Hmm. So yeah, you could do that. That's not that bad. Sweet. Okay. Christopher, I have the bug. Am I going to lose some gains? I'd like how you use the term bug. What are your thoughts, Lucas? What would what would your answer be? I got your message about the research paper too. I just saw that in the back end. Good. Uh, what are your thoughts? He got the bug. Is he going to lose the gains? It depends how you react on the bug. If if it's if you if you feel like shit, just basically rest and recover. And you know, after a few days of like you know taking time off from the gym, go back, and you will be fine. Because uh, many of my friends had uh, had the same issue as you, and many of them just like had a quick quick uh, time break, I would say, from the gym, but they got back and. They didn't lost any gains or anything like that. Plus, if you're training hard every goddamn day, you need some rest. So it will it will only it will only help you and will aid your progress. Not gonna decrease your your gains. Yeah, um, and I just like say say you're only sidelined for a week, maybe two weeks at most. Okay, the human body is very resilient. We are built to withstand some really rough shit. And this, you know, depending on how your body reacts, your natural immunity, 
it's going to affect it. So maybe you can get back in the gym and start going lightly the three, four or five days after you get over the nasty part of it, even if you get it, you know, uh, first off, make sure you're using some high quality supplements to support your health and wellness, vitamin C, vitamin D and acetylcysteine, some grapeseed yes. polyphenols, uh, some mushrooms, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's the one? Epicor. That's another good one. That bacteria. Uh, yeah. Try that. Uh, so all of those are good. Uh, quercetin, another good ingredient that you should be supplementing with right now. Uh, zinc, magnesium, other good ones. Uh, so get all those going and start just taking those for what, what you do. Or you can go purchase a high quality immune support supplement like Apollon's Resistance or the immune supplement from I forget, the Glaxon one right now is slipping my brain, my, my mind. I don't remember what it is. Serenity. That's the that's the chill out stress formula. Uh, I don't know. Nutribio's got a really good one. Go check out Glaxon's one. That's solid. Um, there's a couple more. My brain is is not working right now for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, those are just a few like highlights to go check out. Um, as far as losing gains, are, are you competing and are you trying to step on stage as a bodybuilder? I mean, you might lose a fraction, but. If you're an average Jimmy and Joe, like me and Lucas, uh, an average Wojtek, you know, we'll use a Polish name instead of a Jimmy and a Joe. We'll say an average, an average Vladimir <laughs> and an average Wojtek, you know, you know, we'll, we'll go that way. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's not a big thing, man. Like a week or two sidelined, it, it's going to make you that much more excited to get your ass in the gym and get after it. So oh, say you lose a rep or two on your squat. It's not the end of the world. Remember fitness. You're in this for a long haul. You're going to be fine. Just keep pushing. Keep grinding. You're going to be okay. And since his lordship, Shane, you get to What's be the center stage for the rest of the episode. I'm fine with that. You get more of my background. <laughs> What's up, bro? This is the gym bag. There you go. This is the pram. Some different clothes. Shane's lingerie hanging off the door right there. No, and the rubbish bag. That's my shirt, I think. You just get more of me. That's the problem. Yeah. More beauty. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Shane, let me let me get your... Luke and I just finished this question. Christopher got the bug. Is he going to lose his gains? And is this something that we even really need to be worried about? If you're grinding long-term, you know, what, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on this? Does he have a gym at home? Is he just, just chilling? I think he, he's just sick right now. And so is he going to lose some gains? I mean, do, do you think a two-week stretch of illness is really going to permanently sabotage and make you lose a substantial amount of gains? It depends, though, doesn't it? Because, like, I mean, I would treat it like the flu. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's the same, but, like, I would annually get the flu. Yeah. Uh, like, every year, I just usually get it at the same time. And I, I would sometimes take the gym out for maybe two days. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I may not be full strength when I get back, but it'll taper off and I'll get back there in a few days. My theory has always been, uh, however long you're off, same amount of time to get back. But it all depends, though, because if he if it's, like, very serious yeah. for him, or if it's mild, it's, I mean, it's just chick damage after it's finished. Yeah, exactly. And make sure you get enough protein, too, Christopher. That'll be a huge belt as far as, like, maintaining 
uh, muscle mass and co- combating as much, yeah. you know, catabolism as possible. Just hit your protein numbers at, at a bare minimum each day if you can. If you can, if you can stomach it. I know your appetite tends to go to shit when you get sick, but at the very least, just try and you know get some protein shakes in you or something like that. I feel like quarantine was worse though. Yeah. Because during quarantine, people, it was like, yeah, well, yeah. It was like 10 weeks, gyms set up. no gym, no food, just had shitty supermarket diddle. <laughs> are y'all still in England now, Shane, or where are y'all? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, this is, this is my UK, my UK house. Your UK, the posh apartment. Of, of this isn't a posh apartment. I mean, my room, you can see my room, okay? <laughs> yeah. Where I am right now is also my kitchen. And my lounge, my living nice. room. There you go. So, if you call that posh, then, then damn. It's, there you go. Well, hey man, we're not, we're not rolling on that stack 3D budget. You know, we we, we got to take what well, those peasants. This is the stack three, 3D budget, motherfucker. What are you talking it's about? Spacious. It's spacious. Everything in one place, man. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah, you can think of it that way. Yeah, I picked I picked this compactness. It was much easier than getting a, a giant. <laughs> To like, who wants that? I don't want things fire apart. No, it's just this is a horrible yeah. idea. No, you're like Elon Musk. You don't really own a home. You just live at other people's houses, or you, you know, do an Airbnb. I mean, if you want to connect one thing that he does to me and call us similar, then but yeah, sure. <laughs> he also has two legs, so yeah, I'm I'm like Elon Musk, I guess. Just like yeah. Elon Musk, man. The Lord blesses us with His presence, and we, His inferior, inadequate subjects, are always and eternally grateful and thankful. Fuck you. Always appreciate Jojo, he wants to show off the Yeah, Z. Jojo's been following me on Instagram, not real life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How are you aggressively cutting right now, Shane? Well, see, I was back in New Zealand, but then we had COVID and, you know, Dick hit the fan and I was like, this is just sucking ass. So when I came to the UK, I was like, I'm going to I'm going to just stick to it. And there's a gym here, like a pretty solid gym that's attached to the building downstairs. So I can go do cardio when I need or when I want to. So it's nice and nice and handy. But the goal was I gave myself 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. I got exactly 12 weeks worth of supplements. Well, three lots of 30 days. So technically yeah. 13 weeks minus a day. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go from 95 kilos or 96, give or, no, I think it might be 96, to mm-hmm. 90 kilos, which will give or take is like 215 pounds to 200. Yeah. So I still got five weeks to go and I hit the 200 pounds. So I was like, done. I can, I can finish early. I can just, and then I'm doing sort of a, a build phase when I get back from mm-hmm. our holiday in uh, Greece. Impressive. When is the uh, Greece trip? July. Okay. 16th. Yeah. I think, but I'm not going to keep losing weight. I'm fine. Yeah. The it's goal is 200 man. pounds. Congrats. I hit it. I've been trying to do this since COVID. Yeah. But I was like, didn't really have the right environment. And kind of worked. I don't know. Outstanding. The craziest thing was, is I've been on the same diet for the last five years. Yeah. I didn't change anything. Mm -hmm. Two carb meals, same protein, same fats. Yeah. Just switched up the cardio a bit more, and I did find that uh, I've been toying with my carb timing a bit. Mm-hmm. But just yeah, same diet when I was 105, which is what 240 pounds. Yeah, give or take. Same diet now. Damn. 
but at least I know this. If I don't do the cardio, I feel like this would be my maintenance sort of mm -hmm. level. What are you doing for cardio? Just walking, running, swimming? I've always done 20 minutes after the gym, but mm -hmm. then since I've been here on the days when I'm doing absolute dick, I go downstairs and add in like another 20 or 40 at the end of the day or yeah. after six or seven or something like that. How uh, aggressive are you getting with the cardio? Is it just kind of like a... a I'm walking, a, bro. Yeah, I was going to say running. it's a walk. Like you're not you're not running, but you're not, not also running. just like piddling like you'd be walking through the grocery store. Like you're you're walking with intention and purpose. Yeah, I think... I think... I don't know. I don't really know what it is in miles, but Ks... I just put the... I just put it on like six, six and a half, and then just... Yeah. Walk. Whatever. I mean, I don't really find the speed too much of a change in calorie burn. Yeah. Like, if I walk faster, walk slow, it might give me a little bit extra, but don't know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Devin asked me this question earlier, and since you are a, a fan of movies, are you going to see the new Top Gun? Have you seen the new Top Gun? Unfortunately, I have. Uh, Unfortunately, little, you have little little dude that just holds me back from movies. So we've had to. We haven't been. We finally got a babysitter. I think we might be utilizing her oh, okay. soon. But okay. we did go up and see see my uh, auntie and uncle, and they watched Ava while we went and saw Doctor Strange too. Is that good? I was severely disappointed. I've heard much. That's what I was gonna say. I've heard that. Like mm. I've heard nothing but great things about Top Gun, and I heard Doctor Strange was shit. So it was. It was something, but it was disappointing because not only was it was it bad in my opinion, we finally this is the first movie we've seen in maybe what four or five months, mm -hmm. and we broke our movie cherry with that that piece of shit. Ooh, yeah, it's disappointing. Mm. But it was fun. It was it was a fun horror show, really. It's memorable because we're gonna know how 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 bad it, how bad it was. But yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, hopefully, y'all can. Uh... Get the new sitter, and uh, you can see the new Top Gun. I, I don't know what we're gonna go see if we do. I don't know if I'm. It's it's got to be a middle ground, and I don't think Nikki's even heard of the first one or seen the first one. So, God. I mean, dude, we're not American. We're not like full on. Dude, like you, I know what I've seen the movie, but yeah. I, I don't think. Pretty sure she. I don't think she 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 hadn't seen the Star Wars movies when. The original like, trilogy. Any of them. I was going to say, fuck the Disney ones. Like, the, the 7, 8, 9, that, that shit. No, is, but this was no. before those came out. Okay, yeah. And I was like, because this was when I think they were coming out. And I was like, bro, yeah. you got to watch the first six. Yeah. And she's like, never even seen it. I was like, well, you, you know, I think she fell asleep during episode five, which was fucking, as half. I mean, Empire come Strikes on. Back, yeah. And then episode six, the fucking Ewoks. You got little hairy dudes running around. <laughs> and I mean, that's... <laughs> Back in the eighties, there was some crazy shit. There was. There's some great stuff. I mean, caffeine. I'm not caffeine. Cocaine was fantastic. I mean, that was not that I personally use it, but there's a reason the eighties were so <laughs> awesome. It was lots of cocaine. Jojo, I have you touched on why a brand couldn't trademark a formula. Maybe hmm. just saying. I feel like there's some. I feel like there's some words mixed around. <laughs> He's out on work. We'll, we'll, we'll let the, uh, the the grammatical. Have you touched on why a brand couldn't trademark a formula? I mean, I they can trademark be... it. They can't. You can trademark it whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. Trademark is just paying you know a couple hundred. Or and you, you could it. file for the patent and say it's patent pending. I've yeah. seen that. 
but that doesn't mean like you have to show something that you've created something, you've developed some new technology delivery format. Yeah, but you can launch it and then while it's pending, you can say it's pending. Theoretically, you could. Yeah. Hi, by the end of the day, you can always make your own trademark formulas, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I had, I had a few people I've asked, I've messaged. Surprisingly, though, I think it's is there's a blend because I always thought that the brands that did the trademark ingredients of their own mm-hmm. were doing it to kind of make the appearance that it's a branded ingredient. Yeah. But I've reached out to a whole bunch over the past year just because I hadn't heard of them. And some of the ones that have done it themselves are not shy to say so. Yeah. And they sort of say that, like, yeah, we actually branded this. This is we've actually used this, this, and this, and they have reasons behind it. But then occasionally, I won't hear back from companies, and I'm assuming it's because it's just, you know, Joe Blow, whatever, and they've just put the branded ingredient on it. Yeah, and you can Some if you want to pay that couple extra hundred bucks to do it. I, yeah, technically, you could put the trademark on it, and it wouldn't matter. It's the it's the registered mark that you get. If you pay. Yeah. So theoretically, you could put the TM on, on anything so long as it hasn't been done before. Correct. Hey, Shane, by the way, have any of, of the brands that maybe like worked with you or like had the content on your site reached out to you and asked you if they, if they can put like a, a stamp, let's say, of, of or logo of, of your of your like site on their tab? Oh, like a little, yeah. Brands have done that. Brands have done that. Yeah. And haven't even told me. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, but like, let's say, you know, but they want to use it for like um, more, more for themselves than than for like spreading the positive word about stack. You know. Oh, to be honest, I don't really care. Like, I mean, if you put my name on your tab or you put my name, a lot of them do it on the site. Like. I've seen a lot of sites that'll list like, oh, we've been featured here, here, and here, and I'll be in there. I won't even know. I've seen a few do it on the tub. Um, I think, uh, what's his name? Brain Gains is doing it. But he hit me up about that because we named their one the Top Focus product, and he's doing a, I think he's doing like a neck band around one of his, yeah. around the product. Um, yeah. But I mean, I don't really know, to be honest. I wouldn't. Wouldn't mind. Any exposure is good exposure. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good name. As soon as you see it, you can just Google it. So, yeah, I'm assuming it'll help me. It's yeah. still pop up, right? Yeah, Jojo, yeah. they can't patent. Like the, the, that's part of the the thing with the open label stuff. You can't patent, and like we all have the same ingredients. We're all pulling from the same thing. So until somebody goes and yeah. creates something like Bruce, uh, Doctor Lopez, and Doctor Ziegenfuss did with 3D Pump they're spray drying the citrulline onto the glycerol and then they're adding the amla with that. So they've done something new that somebody else hasn't done. So that's how, when you get the patent is you've created something that has not been done before, but all of us are saying, I'm going to take 300 milligrams of caffeine. I'm going to take a hundred milligrams of theobromine. I'm going to take 50 milligrams of DMAA. You can't patent that, that that stuff's just out there in the, in the universe. Like it's, it's common knowledge. What if you, what if you gave it like a kiss before you put it in the tub? Do you think that would help? Yeah. <laughs> Sneeze into it, get some extra, you know, some part Just of the like, it's, right it's a bl- it's a blend of, of beta alanine, citrulline, caffeine, and a kiss. Yeah, and a kiss. If you want, <laughs> if you want to put it in a prop blend, I mean, that can guard some of your intellectual property as far as like your your mesh, like the magic secret sauce you have with your uh, 
uh, your <laughs> stim blends. But at the same time, I just somebody it's easy to go and you just go to a, a lab, they'll test it and you can tell them, Hey, I want you to pull out this, this, and this. And if you're willing as a brand owner willing to pay that money, you can go reverse engineer somebody else's stim blend if you really want to. Hey, by the way, uh, Robert asked Shane about decaffeine malate. Yeah. So I, I did a podcast with Bruce Neller uh, last week and he was telling me something. So what, when you hear decaffeine malate, what do you think? I mean, it's, this is kind of like a, who asked, Matt asked me this. Was it Matt Titlow? No. Who did, someone asked me what are the different variations on a, I think I know who it was now. I won't say the name. But anyway, um, they asked me what the different forms of like, because they were questioning, it's like, why do brands do all these different versions? Why don't they just use caffeine and hydrous? And I said, to be honest, I don't think I could tell the difference like at all. Like I said, I would have thought like if you put caffeine, 300 milligrams of caffeine with 15 grams of other actives, I feel like that would affect it more than the variety of forms format uh caffeines that you put in there yeah. but i mean it's i guess it's no different than anything like if it's a potentially if it could have potentially slow one down for one by one percent or it could make it more harder hitting by one percent yeah. i don't know I, I like i've personally i feel like if you gave me variations of each one and if you gave me blends of each one i could i don't think i could tell the difference i yeah. might be wrong but i i feel like because I've only ever tried them in combination with a whole bunch of fucking other things. I've never taken caffeine and then di-caffeine and then the two together and the caffeine citrate. So I don't, I've never taken a pre-work and I go, damn, that must have di-caffeine melanin. Damn, that must have caffeine citrate. I've just, it's never, it's always been the other things that help separate it for me. Um, I know that obviously it's promoted as a, as a longer lasting or slower release caffeine, but Again, I, I've never, re I've never experimented them with just by themselves and to see personally. Yeah, and no, you're, you're right on the money because I didn't even think about this. I thought it was actually bonded, and Bruce was saying it, it, like there that that doesn't exist. Like you can't bind there. There's not an, an available slot basically to bind the caffeine or bond the caffeine to the malic acid. He said either way, he said there's no research showing that malic acid slows the release or the absorption of caffeine to where it would make it have the smoother uptick, uh, the smoother bell curve. And I, you know, I started thinking about that. I said, shit, that's right. Because citrulline malate, it's not bonded. And the second it goes into solution, it immediately dissociates to where the citrulline breaks apart from the malic acid. So and that, that, it's not like that slows the release of citrulline in your blood or anything. It doesn't do the same thing with caffeine. So di-caffeine malate, he said it might be a co-crystal, but really chances are it's probably like they're taking some caffeine they're putting some malic acid in there. They're shaking it up, and you get so. Basically, it's it's kind of like a hoax. To it, a to be honest, he didn't use that to... exact terminology, but there's no mechanism by which, at least he's aware of or he's seen that I'm, I'm, malic I'm acid a... slows the release of caffeine. I kind of get it, but then at the same time, I would have just. I mean, I never want slow release caffeine. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm working <laughs> out. I'm working out for 45 minutes to 60 60 minutes, right? Yeah. I don't have time to wait for it. I'd rather you throw it at my face in the first five minutes and slap this shit right out of the gate and then just hang on until I can get to the finish. Actually, yeah. the other day at the gym, uh -huh. I saw one of the craziest things. So I've had, the, 
it, Jojo will actually be a great testament because he's probably been following my stories and I see some wild shit at the gym mm-hmm. I'm joined to. But I saw a guy. Now, could, I, I, I actually seen two people do this. They, they, they came in, did their stretches, like they just walked in. Um, and then they walked over to, well, they came from the stretching area and walked over to a bench beside me. Mm-hmm. They pulled out their gym bag, got out their, their shaker, mixed up the pre-workout on the bench. I thought it was the strangest thing. I was like, did they watch an ad for like a pre-workout and go, oh shit, that motherfucker's mixing it in the gym. I need to do, because I was like, I was like, the only time, it doesn't say that on the back, but if yeah. you saw, because in the ads, they do that, right? They, they bring it to the gym and they mix. Uh-huh. And I saw this guy do it and he was like looking around and I'm like looking at him just, I was like, it's a pre-workout, man. You're mid-workout. You missed the, you missed the boat. Like, what do you, what do you, I didn't say anything to him, but I was just, I was just curious on the, the mindset i thought i thought they were filming an ad i don't yeah. know what they were doing but I, there was I, I thought, yeah but now he didn't look like a he didn't he didn't look like a, an, a newbie to be honest though if you were like a new guy you probably wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to be that guy that rolls in the gym and he looked like he'd done it a few times in yeah. fact he looked like he'd done it every time <laughs> but I'm <just> saying, <laughs> like because surely if you came in and you're a new guy and and you mixed your pre-workout on the yeah. gym floor and you look around and you're like, well, no one else is doing this. Yeah. You wouldn't do it the next time. But Correct. I thought it was, I thought it was the wildest thing. I've never seen it before. I've seen yeah. some shit, but I ain't seen that. That's, that's interesting. It's in the name. Pre-workout. Yeah, pre, pre-workout. Not, not, it was not. a pre. I won't name the brain, but it was a pre. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, so in that discussion, Bruce, I thought, well, son of a bitch. And then I, my mind jumped. I thought, okay, well, yeah, I mean... Say you took 300 milligrams of anhydrous with eight grams of citrulline malate. Well, shouldn't that malate slow down the release of that caffeine right there? And it just, there's no evidence to suggest that. And I just thought. Would, I've always found that a lot of carbs slows it down. But I feel like carbs oh, yeah. just slow down the digestion of everything, not right. just the caffeine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fats, carbs, fiber, protein would slow down the digestion of and how quickly it hits you and all that. So that makes sense. Malic acid, there's, there's not a, a mechanism by which it's mm. going to do anything. Um, at least that I'm aware of or Bruce was aware of, uh, which I kind of found cool. But I, I mean, like uh, brands will put that on there because you said we've got three caffeines. We've got four caffeines. You know, we've got our, our tri-phase caffeine release blend or something. Yeah. You know, there's, and I've seen that yeah, a bunch of different brands have used those over the years. So it's part of its because marketing. If you, you want to stand out, like though, yeah. you want to. Right. Like if you want to stand out, I guess it might maybe make sense. Yeah. It's a, it's a point of differentiation. It's a selling point. So I understand why brands do it. I just, for me, I always thought, shit, Bruce, you're right. That's, I didn't really even think. I've never that. really sat there and gone, oh no, I don't want this pre-workout because it's got di-caffeine malate. And right. I've always just gone, dude, how much is in it? Yeah. Hit, hit me. Hit me. Exactly. The only thing that I can see a difference would be like when you're like using a, know a natural source of caffeine so let's say you know green green coffee bean those kind of things you know yeah or you have or you know that's when i think that you have maybe the slow release of caffeine but on the other aspects i think that when you have the caffeine it's gonna hit you like a bitch straight away you know yeah see i feel natural caffeine for me on the on the few occasions that i've tried it and i have mentioned Mm -hmm. this to people uh, who gave me like a blank tub, nothing on the ingredients. And they were like, and I was like, why is it? Cause I asked them how much caffeine is it? It's like, why did that feel like 350, 400 when it, you said 300? Yeah. 
and they always tell me it's because there's natural caffeine in it. So on the odd occasion that I've had a pre-workout, natural caffeine, I've felt it. It feel three hundred will feel like a lot more than three hundred versus three hundred of like caffeine and hydras or whatever. Interesting. But then, See, I, it feels it feels a little bit more mellow to me, but longer lasting. Nah. But maybe, I don't know. Weird. I haven't did used it in a long time. Did you think it has a much more smoother effect? Not really. I know that's what everyone says, but that's not for me. I've had I have some natural caffeine pre-workouts here. Yeah, I've had natural caffeine pre-workouts that hit hard, hit harder than regular uh, caffeine and hydrous. But then I've also had uh, high doses of caffeine that are smooth as shit. But that's why I sort of say I, I I wouldn't be able to sit there and say, oh, it's definitely the caffeine that's slower hitting in this. I would likely say the energy in this is a little slower. I wouldn't blame entirely the source of caffeine because there's a shitload of other things going on in a pre-workout yeah. that could hinder the the release or whatever. What uh, pre-workouts <clears throat> have natural caffeine that you've been trying? I'm curious to try them. The one in my tub right now is uh, is Ghost Legend. Is that not uh, natural caffeine? Did they switch over? No, to not Ghost caffeine? Legend. Shit, I'm trying to remember which one. Is it Ghost Gamer? Burn? Ghost Gamer? Okay. One of the ghost ones I have here that's natural caffeine. Uh, let me pull up Legend real quick. Uh, I don't think it's Legend. Natural caffeine, yeah. It says 250 milligrams natural caffeine from Coffee Bean. Yeah. That one hits. Cool. Have you tried the two new flavors, the ocean water or cherry limeade? No. Okay, that's the Sonic collaborations they did. Interesting. I just, to be honest, I just look, yeah. mix them all together. The scoop. I think the I'll last natural what, caffeine I, did, I used was Cage Muscle. Pre-cage. I did. A, I did a ago. fun mix. I did two scoops of Legend, two scoops of Pump. Well, it's because that's the max. Is it max? Yeah, two scoops of religion is the max amount. Two scoops of pump. Not two servings, two scoops. Two scoops. Okay, all right. Yeah, you're right. I just pulled then stuff out. Then I went full Lucas mode, and I did one each of the gamers. You know, the whole Jeez. Turtles collaboration? I called it the Turtle Stack. God damn. <laughs> but you have to understand, that's actually not that much. That's only 325 caffeine, I think, because it's 75 yeah. in a scoop. So it's not that bad. But I did find... It might have been too much for me to to take in because there were times when I felt all right, there were times when I felt sick, there were times when I felt great, but at no time was it any better than taking legend and pump at two scoops by itself. The other two just 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 just, just didn't play well, despite the fact that the caffeine wasn't to blame. Interesting. What do you mean by taking too much? Which ingredient was was too much? No, it just didn't just didn't I just didn't perform that well. It just wasn't as effective. I don't know what it was. If it was too much of, too much of everything at once, maybe it was because I mean the active ingredients between all of those is, is pretty big. I'm not stupid. Well, I was stupid then, but it's I don't know. That legend and pump have, was far better than legend pump and the two gamers. Did you had any pre workout poops or something like that? No, I just felt like a little, like my stomach, my, my stomach, my stomach was like a bit off. I don't know. Felt like it was like a they they sat there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but yeah, one time it worked real well. So I kept holding out for that that that, that experience. Yeah. 
<laughs> so what about the caffeine malate? Wouldn't that cross over to caffeine citrate? Because wouldn't that just be caffeine and citric acid? Uh, I was looking into this while Shane was just talking. Uh, this goes back to what Bruce was mentioning about is that it says in the method of action, the preparation is identical to that of caffeine base as the citrate counter ion disassociates in water. Uh, doses caffeine citrate due to the added weight of the citrate moiety are understandably higher than with the caffeine base, which means that's why caffeine, you need to take more citrate to get an equivalent amount of caffeine anhydrous because it's a one-to-one -one ratio. So 100 milligrams of caffeine citrate gives you 50 milligrams of actual caffeine. Um, the drug is prepared by combining anhydrous caffeine with citric acid monohydrate and sodium citrate dihydrate. Caffeine citrate co-crystals can take on at least two anhydrous polymorphs. So there you go. Um, but caffeine citrate probably should also not be used in dietary supplements because it is a prescription drug. Hmm. Yeah. Sridhar, must be all that sucrose in one go messing with the stomach gut. Surely not. <laughs> could be, I mean, it could be a massive dose of betaine. There's a lot of betaine in that. It could be causing Now, nah, dude, I've had five grams of that bitch, and I've had a great time. Oh, okay. That's what I didn't understand. So I was like, maybe, 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 maybe there's something crossing over. Clearly, they don't direct you to do that. But yeah. I just thought, on ingredients-wise, I thought that there was no crossover. It should be fine. Uh, is it new level in the Turtles Gamer? It is, yeah. Oh, well, are you getting three grams of that? Three grams of nitrosogene? I don't Well, the new level plus nitrosogene, so that would be three grams yeah. of nitrosogene, basically. I wonder if that would lead to GI upset or... I don't know if it was, like, GI up. Like, I wasn't... It just... I wasn't, like, shitting or throwing up. Yeah. It just didn't feel like I got I got all the beautifulness at once. Yeah. Hmm. I might have just been too big of a bolus dose of I don't know. Too many actives with not enough to like it was slow delicious. down. At least. It was yeah. delicious though. It was delicious. Yeah. That's why I thought that that, that, that Turtles collab was great because yeah. you could they all tasted great together. Yeah. Sridhar, tried voting for Clash of the Cans today. It says email address is not permitted. Am I banned by stacked? Maybe. I voted this morning and my, my votes went through. I was able to oh, sweet. verify on everything. Maybe I'll try. Make sure it's working. How has the turnout been this year versus last year, Shane? It's always pretty good. I mean, it always comes down to who's in the in, in the finals pretty much. Yeah, yeah mine works. Shreda, what, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? There you go, registered. It, I mean, it's always pretty good. It, it, the thing is, is like back in the day when we used to just let it ride, have no protection, like no email, no capture. Mm -hmm. it, it always attracted a lot of votes for like, but now when it's making it a little more secure and it's really just relying on our followers that are naturally, you can see on, on, on the stats, who's naturally just going to stack, going to clash the cans. Yeah. It's, uh, it's basically relying on them, which is essentially what it was designed for in the first place. Mm -hmm. But um, it's uh, there's lower numbers than back when we had no protection. But I prefer it this way, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but last year we had probably similar turnout to what it is now. Different different uh, products in the finals this year. You got Raisin C4, Ghost, and Monster Ultra, which I thought was pretty cool to see. Yeah. 
Do you have a preference for which one you'd like to see one, or do you have a just no? Actually, no. Let me my my refrigerator is loaded with Monster Ultra. Okay, I was gonna say, do you have what's just your favorite one of those four to drink? Let's go with that Monster way. Ultra. Okay, that's why it's in my fridge. Then maybe then maybe C four. Okay. Then it's probably a toss up between Rays and Ghost. Okay. I like the variety of the C4. Yeah. I do like the variety variety of uh, rays as well. And Ghost, Ghost is still, got a, it's still growing. I mean, it's only a year and a half old. So. Yeah. Have you tried the uh, new Rise drinks? Haven't. I had Brooke telling me that they were all the flavors are really solid. I have not tried them personally yet, though. Well, I'll tell you something after this. Okay. Yeah, I need to try that. I just, I haven't, the, the monsters I've had, they're okay over the past. Um, Bro, monster is I have not shit. tried Rays at all. I haven't tried Rays at all yet. So. Monst- monsters, monsters where it's at. I can go anywhere in the world. That's the, one of the best things. You yeah. can go anywhere in the world and you can at least find a white and you can find many of the other ones and they're all, they're all amazing. It's like McDonald's. It's fitting why you like Exactly. Monster. You got That's the two exactly arches, like two McDonald's. monsters, McDonald's. I'm noticing a pattern here. I had McDonald's in Switzerland. <laughs> when we were at the uh, the Vita Foods Expo. Yeah. I didn't have McDonald's in Monaco, though. That's sad. That's sad. But I didn't know if I could find it either, because it wasn't... It was a different kind of place, but... Gotcha. I'm building out my, my, my repertoire. My, I saw my a collection. monster flavor. At, we were at... Uh, Walgreens, a pharmacy, grabbing some band-aids and just you know, like normal shit we needed just to have at our house. And I saw a can called Aussie Lemonade of Monster. Why do you say it like that? Why do you say it so weird? Because I'm curious, like, what, what, is, what is special about Aussie Lemonade versus regular lemonade? I'm, I, no, I'm just saying, why do Americans pronounce... I guess it does have the S's. So, Because Australia is right next to, to, to New Zealand. Right. So the way we say it, uh-huh. not that it's right because Americans are always right. But Naturally. the way we say it is just basically replace the S's with Z's. Aussie? There you go. Okay, so, so Aussie typically, lemonade. like if you were to spell it in slang terms, it would be O Z Z I E. Yeah. That's like how Aussie. Like Aussie Osborne. Like Aussie Osborne, yeah. Bite yeah. the bat, head off a bat, and everything. But I think the way it's spelled formally, A U S S I E, it encouraged people to say Aussie. And I'm like, yeah. that sounds Aussie just yeah. fucking horrible. <laughs> So wait, do you pronounce? How do you pronounce the country? Is it Australia or is it Australia? There's only one S. Right. You, so you, you would say loss and it's Australia, but when okay. you get the two S's, and you've also got a different letter starting earlier, so it's it's different. <laughs> I like either way you turn that around. That was good. Either way, I have no idea what's so special about Aussie lemonade. I don't know. Have you tried the flavor or not? No, it's got, it's the sugar one, isn't it? Uh, let me pull up. I didn't look at the supplement facts on the like, man, I, I, I don't get panel. I don't get many carbs each day. I'm not going to go and throw it down on a on a can of of Aussie lemonade. Aussie lemonade, Monster Energy Juice. All right, here we go. Aussie, sorry, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie okay. lemonade. I, I think it, to be honest, I think it's just one of those things like uh, um, how you have like New Zealand Way. Yeah. Like it just comes with that more. Maybe Australia has like that exotic feeling to it. Like it makes you wonder what's so special about it, and you don't even know what's so special about it. 
Monster's Twist on Classic Lemonade. We hit the ideal balance of tart and sweet with a burst of fresh citrus flavor. Isn't As always... Fucking, isn't that lemonade anyway? It's Chockers with our world-famous Monster Energy Blend. What the fuck does Chockers mean? I was going to say, I feel like that's that that's New Zealand Kiwi word. crack a coldy. Again, this, I don't understand non-American okay. speak. I didn't know they had done that. So, so, so Chocker is basically like full of, packed full of. Okay. Like, like blow your balls off good? Is that word? Yeah. No, no, no. Just loaded. Just, just full. full. And crack, okay. crack a, crack a coldy means they're open. Holy fuck. That's a lot of sugar. 46 grams of sugar. God. Yeah, man. That's a lot of. Fuck that's me. A, that's my, that's my pre and post workout. Oh, it's two percent juice though, so it's kind of healthy. Oh, okay. I do need my yellows. Yeah, damn. My daily yellows. That's what. And they still have sucralose in there too. Okay. There we go. Some. Uh... See, I wish the Java flavors were sugar-free. I would. I would drink those. I like. I like. Uh... The one of the I two mean... of these I've had over the years when they first released it. So I had the mocha coffee one. Like, five years ago in this day and age i don't understand why i mean i i get why me saying this is sounds dumb because regular people are going to be like well you're just too focused on health and shit but i just don't understand why you can't just make everything sugar-free i get right. it it sounds like i'm only saying that because i work out and i watch my diet but i mean they make some magical shit that's zero sugar low calorie yeah yeah i just don't all, understand all why we can't just proteins. Yeah, exactly. All right, so like you said, the, the New Zealand way is kind of thing. So in the, the big box grocers like the Sam's and Costco's here, they always sell really nice racks of New Zealand lamb. Have you had New Zealand lamb? Is it that good? Am I missing out by not eating lamb? I don't like lamb, so. Okay, silly me. Yeah. Silly me for asking. That'd be, be me, like me saying, what's so special about American beef? I don't know. I just Yeah, see. You're American. You'd be like, well, that's the only beef we got. So Yeah. That's what, well, I know it, it tastes different than other countries' beef. And depending on... I feel like, like you attach those names. It just makes it more exotic, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like uh, with, uh, We have some Canadian friends that just moved down to the States. Uh, I don't feel like Canada has any kind of exoticness to the name. Well, no, but Alberta, like their Alberta beef is supposed to be like super... Yeah, but you know, like sometimes if you say, oh, I got this fucking i got this sweet pre-workout it's yeah. from kazakhstan you'd be like fuck <laughs> like yeah. just saying that you're like that's come from that's all exactly. the way over there yeah. i don't know where that is but <laughs> that's fucking cool well funny how, how, how you say that i would easily jump on that shit <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying right like and it has that it has that exotic feel to it yeah. or like if you said oh i got uh, beef protein from georgia georgia beef protein fuck those guys are beasts I need to get myself that beef protein. Yeah. You don't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> you just, or you go to a specialty like meat store and they got Alberta beef. And you're like, fuck, they must make good beef in Alberta. You don't ask what the fuck they do. You just assume, <laughs> oh man, they must have crazy beef. It's got to be. All because you're used to just hearing beef. And they put the name at the start and you're like, damn, magical sure. shit. There you go. Logan. So do you change the double S's to Z's for every word or just for Aussie? Like when you ass, do you actually say as? Like if someone told me, I'll kick you as, I'd probably laugh my ass off. <laughs> See, I've always, I always grew up with the word 
O-Z-Z-I-E. Yeah. That wasn't... The way they've spelt it there, i never seen that. Okay, so, so they spell we, it O-Z-Z-I-E. So when I grew up, that's how we would spell it. Okay. So they actually we, spell we, it Aussie. When you would have like... A, when you'd be yeah. cheering on for a team, people... It wasn't uncommon for people to say Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Gotcha. Yeah. Heard the so oil, like, oil, I'd, I'd never seen, I had never seen it spelled a u s s i e, but I guess if you were to spell it formally and not slang terms, you, yeah, that would make sense. Because you don't call an Australian like, an Australian is just an Australian. That's the formal term. Yeah. I guess Aussie would be like our version of Kiwi, but okay. I've only ever seen it spelled with Z's. So, gotcha. don't know. Okay. Are there any weird spellings of Kiwi that we should know about since we're learning new spellings for Aussie? It's hard though, because uh, that nickname is based on like the, like the, the bird, yeah. the flightless bird Kiwi, and I mean, <laughs> can't really. It's four letters. You <laughs> really don't have much else. You don't have many else places to go. There you go. Funny, funny comment there, Logan. Uh, last call for any comments, questions, smartass remarks from the Peanut Gallery. Um, thank you guys for joining us on your uh, Monday. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Yeah. And thank you to Shane. Well, I was going to give you special thanks, but uh, yeah. You don't need to do that. Street Dad's going to do that. It's all good. He, he definitely will. Uh, last week, uh, Streetheart said, oh, don't forget about the Stack 3D podcast. And the channel notification said, nope, we're just not going to do it. We will not Doesn't recommend matter. the Stack it. 3D podcast. We will not recommend the notifications. We most certainly suggest that you do not tune into Stack 3D for all news related to the supplement industry. Avoid Stack 3D. You don't podcast. have anywhere else to go, motherfucker. That's the only place. Premier news outlet for the industry. Yeah. Premier. So, um, okay. All right, gents. Uh, I think That'll about do unless somebody gets something in here in the next 15 and a half seconds. Otherwise, uh, I will let you get on with your days, Lucas. It's getting past his bedtime. And it's dark. Oh, yeah. Poland. What time do you go to sleep, Lucas? That's my bedtime. 10. So if I come out and if I hang out with you in Poland, you're going to go to sleep at 10 and you're going to wake up at like 1 in the morning. I'm going to make an exception if you're going to hang out with me. You crazy? I don't know. I'm just saying. Remember, remember a few more times. Yeah, you didn't make an exception. We got up and worked out at five. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, but we we hang out till like what eleven or or twelve p.m. That's a good point. That's true. That's true. Make it happen. Shridhar, there we go. Don't there we go. Subscribe to Stacked Notifications and Podcast for the latest news. In the Go to the site every two hours, maybe three. There's always something new there. Have and fun. Speaking of which, also, make sure to go vote in the Stacked.com Clash of the Cans. Where you can hey, too, too much pro- promotion for uh, one podcast. Just That's too stop much it, here. Robert. We, now we look like shills. Sorry, sorry, Shane. That's okay. Uh, we're biased. All right, one and all, thank you for joining us. You got any comments, questions, quiz scripts for a future episode of the podcast? Shoot me an email, the supplement engineer at gmail.com. Hit Shane and Lucas at their respective points of contact or leave a comment in the comment section below. And if you like what we're doing here, make sure to leave us a five star review in iTunes, Spotify, whatever podcast perusing platform you subscribe to. And make sure to give Shane a high rating as well for the Stack 3D podcast. Doesn't mean too high. Like, it's so good. It's not yeah. that great. But Just I don't want honest. to lie. 
Yeah. yeah. So take your morals. Enough. Yeah. Fabulous. I think four is good. Hmm? I think four stars is good. Acceptable. If he's gonna consistency, give it five. But if he, if he's gonna slack, just give it give him four. Yeah, I'm gonna slack, so just give me four. That way I won't feel pressured to do anything. <laughs> there you go. And then just turn off notifications too. No. <laughs> you keep the notifications on. All right, gentlemen. We'll catch you all next time on the final scoop. Thank you.